Good day, my friends. This is Joey Hernandez, and of course, you're listening to An Older Gay Guy Show. Now, as we continue with Sweeps Period 2022, I pulled up an old episode, and actually, this was the very first episode of this podcast, and I re-edited it to put it back in the catalog. It is one that I loved to record, and this was done back before I was on my medication for bipolar disorder, and I'm sure you will see that I was certainly on a high because I talk so quickly when I tell the story, I barely remember to breathe. (laughs) Now, this was the first in what I planned as a series of content that explored some of the great TV shows that we all probably watched when we were kids. I love sharing these memories with you, and I hope that you can relate to some of these stories. I did a follow-up episode that talked about the TV world of Irwin Allen, covering such shows as Lost in Space, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, The Time Tunnel, and Land of the Giants. I will be retooling that episode for re-airing sometime this fall. Now, I hope you get a laugh and a nice memory as I revisit these shows that actually were my escape. Shows that basically got me through the bullying at school. And I'm sure maybe that worked that way for you as well. In the next Sweeps Period episode, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite guilty pleasures, that of old American amusement parks. I'm going to talk in depth about a few that were in driving distance from my home when I was growing up, and I'll also touch on a few famous amusement parks of yesteryear that sprinkled the country. And one more notation, Chapter 5 of Northridge High Football Camp is now airing in its entirety on the Jockstrap Stories podcast. Chapter 6 in its entirety will be out by the weekend. There are a total of 12 chapters of football camp to finish up. So, to start today's Bewitched story, I have part of the original introduction as we go into the story of my big trip to Salem, Massachusetts, when I was just 12 years old. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. To set it up, I was talking about the 1960s TV show Bewitched and how that was a very, very super important part of my childhood. I loved that show. And here I am, 58 years old, and I still love that show. But in my story... I talk about the Salem Saga, which was a series of episodes of Bewitched that were partly filmed in our great town of Salem, Massachusetts. Now, Salem is known as the Witch City because of its history of persecution of innocent women and one man who were tried and hung as witches, although the man was pressed to death. 
And all that was during a period of hysteria that was originally started by some ultimate mean girl bitches. (laughs) If you ever saw the TV show Mean Girls, well, imagine if they were accusing people of witchcraft. That kind of thing. The year was 1692, and it's one of the most famous periods in the early years of the country. Now, in my story, I tell of what I decided to do when I was 11 or 12 years old. It was a personal trip that I took all alone, even though I was just a kid. I took a very first trip to Salem, Massachusetts. And up until then, up to that point when I did this trip you're going to hear all about, I had only heard of and seen Salem on Bewitched. I hope you like the story. I think it's kind of odd. I think it's kind of funny. So let me play for you that segment from the very first episode of An Older Gay Guy Show. Enjoy, and thank you again for listening. So it was at the start of season seven in 1970, when I was 12 years old, that Bewitched started a multi-episode arc called The Salem Saga. And they used Salem, Massachusetts, which is not that far from where I am. They used Salem, Massachusetts as the exterior filming for the show. All of the interior filming were sets. They went back to California to film that. But they came to Salem, Massachusetts for a period of a week, maybe two weeks, and did a lot of exterior filming. And once that show was airing, I was very excited because it had been in all the newspapers and on TV clips of Elizabeth Montgomery and Agnes Moorhead leaning out of the Hawthorne Hotel window in Salem, Massachusetts, waving to fans. So I had known ahead of time that this was going to air, and I was so excited to see this. So I had pulled out maps of how far it was from my hometown to Salem, Massachusetts, and it was 11 miles. And during this time also, I did a lot of research on Salem and the witch trials of 1692, and I was just really into the history of Salem. I just wanted to see Salem really badly. I don't remember as a kid ever having been in Salem before this, so... For me, Salem, Massachusetts became this um, like kingdom that I had to go to and I had to see for myself. But my father was working all the time and my mother was busy and didn't want to drive me to Salem. So I plotted a bike ride from my house to Salem to see the different sites there in Salem, the House of Seven Gables and the Witch House, various parts of the show that were being shown at that time in the fall of 1970. Now, I had always been a kid that rode my bike around. I rode it around the neighborhood all the time. Uh, When I wasn't in school, I was pretty much on my bike, but I had never done any distance riding. So this 11 miles was a big deal for me to do. And I remember for a couple weeks, I would try to ride a mile or two here or there to just get used to doing this. And I let my parents know I was plotting this out. You know, I had my map. I had, I was bringing water. I was bringing sandwiches. I, I had had this all plotted out to ride my bike these 11 miles to Salem and tour it. And I think at the time, probably my parents were like, yeah, 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 sure, sure you're going to do that. Uh huh. But lo and behold, <laughs> come October, when these episodes were airing, I was ready to make my bike ride to Salem. 
Now, in hindsight, when I look back at this, my father died uh, just a couple of months after this. And I was 12 at the time, and my life completely changed, forever changed, because I was alone in the house with my mother, and she also got terminally ill shortly after this. So when I look back now, that Salem adventure for me was really like the last big childhood thing that I did in the innocent days of being a kid. And that bike ride was big for me. So the day comes, I'm going to do it. I guess it was on a Saturday, I'm sure. And I had my bike ready and I had my my water. Of course, you couldn't buy bottled water back then. So I had water in some sort of Tupperware container and I had some sandwiches and kind of packed it on my bike somehow. And with my mother giving me a worried look, she waved me off as I took off for Salem, Massachusetts on this little bike. It wasn't it wasn't like a big street bike. It was one of those with the banana seat and the big handles off it. So it's kind of like, you know, a low riding bike. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. So I'm pedaling and I'm pedaling. It was a beautiful day. It was a sunny, warm day. It was a perfect day. If you're going to ride to Salem, do it that day. So I'm riding, I'm riding, I'm riding, right? Five miles go by, six miles go by. I'm starting to like huff and puff over this. But I was determined, man. I was determined. I was going to get to Salem that day no matter what. So I made lots of stops and rested and kind of moaned and groaned about it. And then I'd get back on my bike and I had my brochures and I was all ready to hit Salem. Well, lo and behold, about, I guess, probably about three hours later, I finally arrive in Salem. And I didn't have any kind of lock on my bike or anything. That wasn't done back then. So I just kind of parked it in different places with the kickstand. And I went in and I toured the House of Seven Gables. And the episode that showed the House of Seven Gables had aired like two days before this. So it was like right then and there that this was happening. And I remember as I was going through the tour of the house, and here I am, this 12-year-old kid all by myself, and I had paid the admission to go on the tour. And we're in the first room where this is this old kitchen from the house from the 1600s with a big fireplace and a hearth and a bed warmer hanging on the wall. And the bed warmer was part of the story of Bewitched. There was a warlock that had been turned into a bed warmer, and he wanted Samantha to undo that spell. So, lo and behold, that bed warmer was hanging right next to the fireplace. And I remember these two elderly ladies that were behind me, and one of them leaned over to the other one and said, be careful it doesn't pat you on the bum, because that is what happened in the series. As Samantha was near this, it would swing up off the wall and bang her butt. And it also traveled out and put itself in her car so that she took it back to the hotel. So there it was, that actual bed warmer that I had seen on the TV show just two days before. And here were these old women saying, you know, oh, be careful. It's going to get you. It's spooked. So obviously they had seen the show. So I was just, I was happy, 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 happy as a kid. 12 years old. Here I was in this place that I had studied for months and I was ready to see. And it was just turning out to be the perfect day. And I rode by the witch house, another thing that they showed in the exterior. I rode by the hotel that you could see where they would shoot the exterior shots. And that was the hotel that they had leaned out the window for the newscasters and waved to the crowd when they were filming. And I went to a few places and I was just really excited. Everything was going good. I stopped down by the water. I had my sandwich and I drank my water out of my Tupperware container and shit. And uh, man, that was a great day. 
All right, so it took me three hours to get to Salem. I was probably there for about four hours because of all the tours and getting to different places and all of that. And now it was time to go home. (laughs) And me being me... (laughs) Still probably to this day, what did I do? Did I get all psyched to get back on my bike and ride it back to my home? Nope. I went to a payphone and I called my house and I got my brother, John, who's just five years older than me. And I said, John, my feet really hurt. My knees hurt. Will you come pick me up? (laughs) So he and his best friend, Vinny, Jumped in the car, and he said, all right, I'll be there like an hour and a half or something. So I said, okay, I'll kill some time. And sure enough, he drove to Salem, loaded my bike in the back of the car, and drove me back home to Wakefield. So, man, I love thinking about that time of my life. I totally wimped out on riding back. And that is just, that's so me growing up. You know, I couldn't wait to get somewhere and to do something. And then when it came time to go back, if there was any effort to, you know, drive back home, you know, if we were up in Maine and now my parents had to drive back home, I was like, oh, now I have to sit in the car for two hours. Oh, this sucks. And uh, I've always been that way. So it wasn't unusual for me to call my brother to rescue me in Salem. But that is my great memory of Bewitched. And that has stayed with me all these many, many years. We will talk more about Bewitched and all of the other sitcoms. And I do want to talk about the gay aspect of Bewitched in the future as well, because there are not only did it appeal to gay people to watch the show, but there were a lot of gay actors and actresses on the show, and you may not even know of some of them. I hope you enjoyed that very first episode of the show. So don't miss the episode on old American amusement parks coming later in the week. Thanks so much, folks, for tuning in. I will talk to you in a few days. My best to you. Bye for now.